Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello? Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hey everyone, welcome to Kwentuwang Pilipina. And if this is your first time hearing about us, we are a podcast and a community that aims to be a safe space para makipagkwentuhan sa iba't ibang Pilipino sa buong mundo. I am your Sunshine Cleo, but you can just call me Cleo. I am the founder of Hiraya Pilipina and your host here at Kwentuwang Pilipina. For today's episode, we have Janice Villanueva, a parenting advocate, community builder, mompreneur mentor, and passion preacher. She is the founder and CEO of Mommy Mundo, the ultimate resource and community for mindful moms. I am actually so stoked to have this conversation with her about innovation in business and building value for the community and of course all about purpose as well. So without further ado, I am so grateful to welcome Janice Villanueva on the podcast. Hi Janice, welcome to Kuntuang Pilipina. <laughs> Hello, Cleo. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, it's always nice to hear from young entrepreneurs, young creatives, and um, I love your energy. So you are really a happy spirit. So thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for being here. So Janice, we actually usually start our podcast episodes with a little icebreaker first. Before we dive deeper into the question. So, are you familiar with a little Never Have I Ever? Okay, I think I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> this so was not in your, in, in your script. In your yeah. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yes, for a little icebreaker. Um, so, you can just say I have if you have and never. And feel free to expand it as well. Okay. Okay, cool. so for the first one, never have I ever thought of not having kids and just focus on your career. Oh, never, never. So I always, I was always thinking I would be a mom. Oh. And um, I have a story about that. Expounding. I actually, when I was a new grad, I actually wanted to join a TV network as production. Production was my first love. And I want I applied for a job. And then they asked me to hold a cue card. So back then we didn't have the teleprompter yet. So cue cards, I was holding it. And then while I was holding it, the thought that popped in my head was: if I get this job and I became became a mom, I won't be able to see my kids because I'll be working at night. So I was in my, I was 21, mm-hmm. I think, around the time. And already I was thinking, wow, I, I don't know why I thought of when I become a mom. But I was like, wow, that's foresight. So there. So I think I really was um, always thinking of being a mom. I love that little story. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. For the next one, never have I ever had a different business idea. Oh yeah, I've um I have had so is it I have or never? <laughs> Double negative. Anyway, 
I've always been an entrepreneur since I was young. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family, both sides, my mom and dad. Oh, wow. When I was a teen, we used to sell um, overruns of my Lola sweater factory. Like, he would do sweaters for big brands in the States. So, we would do sell mga overruns. And we were always enterprising. So, I've always dreamt of having, like, a stationery store. Baka kayo din, diba? Paper yeah. products and, and stickers, things like that. Or maybe even a clothing line. Yeah. Although I did have a clothing line no, for moms. But yeah. actually, with every step of motherhood as well, I had a different business idea. <laughs> like when my son turned one, I wanted to have a party shop. Oh. I think it's common for a lot of moms who are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and maybe for us, also for, I guess in general, no, if it depends on your need, your life stage, then you think of a new idea. So I was always like that too. Wow, but Mommy Mundo was the one that really stayed and made a lot of impact. And I am so excited to dive deeper into how you started Mommy Mundo. And for the last little icebreaker, never have I ever felt discouraged to continue Mommy Mundo. Oh, um, I did have, once in a while, it would come into my mind, especially in the challenging times. Uh, when there's mega, mega vibes, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's all part of it. But obviously, I'm only human. And sometimes when you feel like your efforts are not appreciated or there are um, scary moments, like you feel like um, you're so tired and then is this all worth it? it mm-hmm. The thought pops into your head. So that has happened. I mean, it's been 20 plus years of doing Mommy Mundo. So, but those are also the moments that you come out stronger. Wow. Right. So after that, there's more resolve to to do better, mm-hmm. um, to keep continuing. So I think that um, I did go through those times as well. And I think every entrepreneur will go through those times. Yeah. So it's completely normal. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Yes, and it's dealing with the flow. You know, um, never have that expectation that it's always going to be. Um, happy and always positive yeah. or everyone's going to welcome your ideas because that's a you're putting yourself in um, a bad situation like you're putting yourself up for failure because I, I mean in terms of the mindset because that's not that's an ideal situation to always yeah. be positive right so there yeah. So right now, now that we're done with a little icebreaker, I hope you enjoyed that. (laughs) I want to dive deeper about business, about the business, about Mommy Mundo this time. So of course, puta muna tayo sa pinakasimula. So can you please tell us about the humble beginnings of Mommy Mundo and why you started it? Because I think it started first as a community, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, actually, um, I was a new mom. So that was my, my eldest son is older than you. So he's 24. <laughs> so um, I was pregnant and then I was looking for classes to attend at the time. Um, and I just couldn't find any. Or if I found one, I didn't really feel that it was encouraging. But it was too preachy for me. So um, I decided to create my own classes because I was always an organizer type. Ooh. So we took me together with a, another, a fellow moms no, who felt that same need would gather um, an expert and then do classes mm-hmm. like that. That's how it started. I um, It never meant to be a business. I was just really fi- filling my own need and then my other fellow moms were, were trying to do the same. Um, I started off with a clothing line for um, breastfeeding moms. So it's nowadays, I think it's a non- common already, but at the time it was new. 
like you have a shirt with slits, then you can just open it. Of course, it's like flaps, hidden flaps. Yes. Open it so that you can at least breastfeed without having to like lift your shirt. No? Mm-hmm. That was my first business with my cousin. And then that's the time we realized that we needed to have information campaigns for pregnant for pregnant and breastfeeding moms. So coupled with my own need, started doing those events. And then it was really like passion-based lang. We do it once a year, gather moms, and then we realized that there's really a need. And it just grew and grew. So that's how Mommy Mundo started. It wasn't even called Mommy Mundo yet. Ooh, um, it what was, was just it my called? side project. It was just my side project. Like, for example, if you wanted to do, for example, um, a relief drive mm, or right. community pantry like that. It was like something you just wanted to do to help others. So that's how it started with me. And then eventually, I wanted to do ev- an event called Expo Mom that was in 2008. Already, that's like eight years after the first event. So it's been just quite a long yeah. um, journey. Uh, and then when I did that event, that's the time I realized that Wow, it's something I could, I would love to do for the long term. Yeah. But again, I didn't expect it to be like my only, like it right now, it's really like my life, no? Parang mm. it's full time. Um, but it's good. I'm so blessed to be in this position. But yeah, that's how it started. It really just started based on my own needs and then trying to fill other people's needs. Really became an advocate of breastfeeding and parenting. And then it just snowballed from there. Snowballed talaga. Like, yeah. I love, I love that story. I love hearing stories like this kung paano nagsisimula and kapag yeah. kinikwento mo na nagsisimula siya based from just a passion of yours. It's so, yeah. so nice to hear it. Naaalala mo pa po ba yung unang pangalan na first business nyo na yun na nabanggit mo? Hey, boss besties! Yun ang official naming tawag sa inyo, ah, pati sa ating lumalaking community. Kaya, kamusta? Did you allow yourself to rest today? What act of self-care have you done lately? Kasi, Boss Besties, mental health is something so taboo yet so important. That is why as we welcome the Mental Health Month, let us advocate for our valid thoughts and feelings through the statement tees and tote bags from Hiraya Pilipinas' newest mental health collection. A percentage of our profit will be donated to our chosen NGO that provides premier mental health services. Let us heal our energy and take off one self-care act today by indulging in premium products available on shopee.ph/hirayapilipina and www.wearhirayapilipina.com. Ah, yeah. My first, the clothing line was called mm-hmm. Mommy Matters. Ooh, okay. So, it's just called Mommy Matters. Um, I think you can still Google it and find um, the brand there. It's nice because we we had really empowering campaigns back then. It's about owning your motherhood. Remember, like, um, at, before, nowadays, moms are more empowered. But mm-hmm. at the time, moms were so pressured to be everything. Like to have to be a good mom, to be a, to be great in business or in work, to be a good cook, to be a good to to have a good home, a clean home like that. So we were really communicating that it's okay to be your own kind of mom. Yeah, no one else can dictate how you raise your children, how you live your life, things like that. So we would do brand campaigns like that, and it was really nice, coupled with promoting breastfeeding through our clothes, right? So that is mommy matters, and then later on. I, I also set up a publishing company or publishing business called 
mommy pages, it was a directory because yeah. wala pang Google oh, <laughs> at the time. Okay. Or if there's Google, there was no information there. Mm-hmm. So I, I made a directory of everything for moms. Like, kasi my friends would ask me, where do you buy this? Or who planned your kid's birthday? Or what's a good school? And I was the type of person who would collect information. So like I had a little notebook of like all my contacts. Yeah. Sorry guys, I'm really like from the ancient times, okay? <laughs> Our phones, uh, we didn't even have, no, we had phones naman. <laughs> we had cell phones na. But it's not like now that you have, like your phone has everything, right? Mm. At the time, there was none. Like you have to look at the yellow pages, the directory and things like that. So I made a book all in one. Um, I think now it probably still be useful. Everything you need as a mom is there. If you need wow. help with breastfeeding, you have support groups there. You know, it's all there in the book. Um, after four years of publishing that, there were websites na. Mm. <laughs> so the internet was starting. I started my own website. Um, I was one of the first two websites in the Philippines for moms. Mm. Yeah. So the other one was a forum. And it was um, run by a guy, my friend Gary. So it was a mom forum, but run by a guy. But it's really active too. And then I did Mommy Pages, which was an online directory and a blog. So I was kind of like the early movers mm-hmm. in the web, in the mom space. So that was, when was that? I'm not even sure what year that was. Maybe 2004, around that time, no? Oh. And the way I did my business model, so since you have maybe listeners who want to set up businesses, mm-hmm. my business model was that my book and my website would be sponsor-driven. The way I would sustain the business is through sponsorship. So in my my directory, oh, this is a story about mommy pages. So my first directory, I didn't have the printed copy yet, right? Mm. So I I I I do calligraphy kasi. So I did a prototype hand <laughs> hand drawn yeah. with like I found this um, booklet from my dad's printing press na parang bound. So I just got it and then I made my own directory and then I went to brands to get advertising. Because I wanted, my to be, wanted my printing to be subsidized, right? Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to give away the directory. I didn't want to sell it. Because mm-hmm. sell the directory, you have that added pressure of selling the directory. How are you going to sell that? Mm-hmm. At the time, remember, wala pang social media. You have to like join a bazaar or you have to put it in stores. Like super traditional. And it was really difficult. Mm-hmm. So I said, I wanted to give it away. Like, I'd print 5,000 copies, distribute it in schools and in clinics or in mom groups. And then the user base would be set already, right? For sure, you, it would be used. Mm-hmm. So when I go to my advertisers, I will say 5,000 moms use it. It's in the bags of 5,000 moms. It, like, they carry it in their handbag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my pitch. I would go to brands, um, cold call. I'd call, the, I'd call for example, um, Johnson Johnson, like that, or Unilever, and ask um, hi, may know the brand manager of like that, this company of this brand, and then I would send a letter and a a brief of what my directory was, and that happened. That that really like that was a sustainable business for maybe the first. Maybe I published that for maybe eight years, publishing twice a year, distributing the book even in Starbucks. It was there and all. That is um, but that's how it started. And then when the, when the web started, I put it on, that was my first website, Mommy mm-hmm. Pages. 
And then eventually, when I set up Expo Mom, I was, at the time naman, my dilemma was that if you asked me, if I saw you on um, in a party, for example, something, oh, Janice, what do you do? And I'd say, oh, I publish this directory called Mom Pages, and then I organize this Expo Mom, and then I do, parang it's like, it's so hard to explain. So I was already telling my friends, I need a home brand. I need a, a house brand, I mean. You know, it's a brand that if I say that, everything's housed underneath. Yeah. So I thought of Mommy Mundo. And then it. my friends were saying, naman, Mommy Mundo? Naku, people are gonna, just going to say Mommy Mundo. Right? <laughs> so I was like, no, they won't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a new pronunciation, like Mommy Mundo, like saucy, <laughs> like lifestyle, like that. Beautiful. And then, um, in my whole history, only one person ever pronounced it as Mommy Mundo. For some reason, it really stuck. So there was only one person in 20 years of existence. <laughs> oh my God. So cool, right? Beautiful. Yes, it's so cool. <laughs> na parang it first started as Mommy Matters. Then Mommy Matters. Mommy, mommy pages. Then you yeah. built the, the expo moms, and That's now right. it's it all. It's all still there under mommy mundo. That's right. So if you notice, Cleo, my my journey is not like I thought of this big thing mm. and then have small things underneath. It was like I just followed my heart. You know. Um, mm. That's why my mantra, like a lot of empowered people, is passion and purpose. I really just followed my passion. I was just really enjoying myself. I think maybe that was the key also. I really just enjoyed myself and I just followed my instinct. Like, oh, I want to do this. And then like slowly built it. I think I brick by brick. It was really brick by brick. And I didn't expect it to like eventually be this like big, big ecosystem of different... It's really a multi-platform. That's why we say multi-platform. Yeah. So there, it was really fun. Um, I remember at the time advertisers that I would approach would say, like the ones who got close to me, eventually they became my friends, the my sponsors. And then they just say, you know, I just saw like your eyes sparkling when you wow. present. Like even it was like a calligraphy book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you can, now. No, but now kasi you can just go on your computer, even go on Canva and make something, right? Okay. And at the time, please understand, <laughs> there was nothing like that. So it was, Cut and paste scrapbook of, and then I would say, by by three months I will have a printed version of this. So just visualize with me. This mm-hmm. is my vision. I was really selling a vision, and my friends would say, my sponsor friends would say, I just saw your eyes sparkle, and I knew that business is gonna work mm-hmm. because based just on passion. So that's that's really it. I'm sure with you as well. Like if I ask you about your business, your eyes will be like. Oh, I make this and I make this, right? And people get attached to that. That's what people are drawn to. People are drawn to energy. People are drawn to passion and vision and also charm, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So we have to be like, we can't be too uptight because when we become uptight, it comes up, it, it gets communicated too, right? So we just have to flow with things and just let the energy be positive and always like, communicate your vision that's infectious passion is infectious so mm, i love that i love that you said that passion is infectious and honestly i told earlier that kahit right now what i'm actually referring to is that 
your eyes are sparkling right now. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess, no? Yes. Ang, say, ang sarap talaga pakinggan kung paano, mag, kung paano mo sinimulan itong baby mo na na-develop na sa isang... Adult na. Adult na. <laughs> Mommy na. As old as you na, Cleo. Or maybe older. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, Janice, right now, you know, as you said, Mommy Mundo is not only a community of moms dedicated to making motherhood easier, but you also have these learning resources, a shop for mommies, kids, and families, and all those small things combined under this one multi-platform, as you mentioned earlier. So I want to ask, how do you know when it is time to innovate and level up? Okay, so my first advice, or maybe my first practice personally, mm-hmm. is to always keep your ear on the ground. So you have to know what's going on in the space you're in. I always observe, or maybe I'm also because an empath. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you know the, you're same, high yeah. five. <laughs> so if you took, um, I, I took this Strengths Finder course, you know, the Gallup Strengths. It's a book, Strengths mm-hmm. Finder. And then you can go, there's a code in the book. And then you take a test online. It's called Clifton Strengths Finder. Mm-hmm. And number one strength is empathy. Wow. Um, so when you're an empath, you feel what other people are feeling. Yes. You kind of put yourself in other people's shoes. That's a strength of a, for entrepreneurs. That's a strength because you have to know what people need and want or what people feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first is my first um practice is always to have to know what's going on. Um, like, I don't like putting things out there that are not relevant. Like, it has to be something that will serve a need. Okay. Um. So, maybe that's why also it's brick by brick. Because I, when I innovate, it's based on what I feel is needed. Like, for example, um, during the pandemic, actually before the pandemic, pa, we were about to go digital now. Mm. Um, setting up our expos to go hybrid, like, we would do live events and then like a live feed on the side where people could actually shop online while our expo was going on. And then I was setting up the e-learning platform that was in 2019 because I felt that slowly moms would not want to go out to events because of traffic. Mm-hmm. And because the internet was getting better, they would be able to. So I kind of had that intuition, maybe because I would always like feel what was going on around. No? So luckily, when the pandemic happened, we were totally ready. We were like half in there already. So we just shifted fully into digital. But um, So one is really to keep your ear on the ground and to know what's happening. Um, that's my innovation practice. And then the second one is to be a learner, to always learn. Um, it's so easy for you guys, for me, or for everyone right now, because <laughs> all the learning that we can do is online. My gosh. Yes, Especially during the pandemic. Accessible. I had friends who were taking masters. You know, pre-pandemic, they were busy working moms. Mm-hmm. Like, no way will they study. But during the pandemic, the masters and wow. certified and whatever. Yes. It's all there. Like, like in Coursera, in Udemy, like, take small courses. If you don't have funds, take the free courses. There's so many workshops. And then just, Keep your mind open to possibilities and and just have fun with technology. But right now, I know in the Philippines, reels are reels na daw. You have reels yeah, na. Finally. finally. <laughs> I was so frustrated because 
here, it's all reels. Mm. I'm in Canada, by the way. So, yeah. it's all reels. And then when I put up a reel, no one there no one can see. It's like, I can see, but there's no music. I'm like, <laughs> I edited Finally. it. Finally. <laughs> Finally. So, play with, play. Play with technology. Play with your ideas. It's just really like that for me. Like, innovation. Don't take it too seriously also. Just, wow. just keep playing. And you can always do tests, diba? Like, small tests. It doesn't work. Just... Then, then, then don't do it. True. So, I love that advice. I think I will be able to apply it, you know, as the business grows. And for sure, our listeners are also learning a lot because innovation, yeah. as you said, does not need to be an overnight thing that will just pop off. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, um, even with my son, my eldest son, he's, um, well, he's parang, he wants to also innovate, like be an entrepreneur. Or maybe if he's in corporate, he wants to do um, innovate, innovation or more tech like that. And then I noticed that he was taking so long in his decisions and we would have talks. And then I would just say, you know what ha- what's happening to you? Analysis paralysis. <laughs> I said, every day you're doing your like SWOT. Like, so, so what if I do this against this? Or researching, like overly researching, overthinking. And then, like, I, and then I just sat him down and said, how many months have you been evaluating that decision? Like, um, just tomorrow, you just said you can't evaluate. Of course, you have to make intelligent decisions, right? Yes. But give yourself a deadline. Like, if you're the overthinking type, you just say by Friday, I will decide. Mm, I jump. <laughs> yes. So, analysis paralysis is also not good because, um, you can get stuck there and then nothing will happen, right? So if you're an entrepreneur, you just have to learn to take risks. Um, and I think risk taker, or maybe that's a relative statement, but we, we have to take intelligent risks. So do research, yeah. make sure you have the resources, and then make your informed choice, right? Yes, in, right? in the end, you just do it. Just do it. And then, yeah. Hey, Joe and Rika here. Are you enjoying this episode? Hope you can also check out our podcast where we talk about a bunch of stuff that we're currently into, our topic of the day, and we can also answer questions from you. Anything Goes! Anything Goes with Joe and Rika is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. The analysis paralysis sobrang nakaka ano talaga siya lalo na if you're a perfectionist and you want to execute things perfectly but sometimes walang nangyayari kapag nag-nakastock ka lang sa decision at hindi ka uma-action. Right. Oh, I love that too. Yeah, because I think for young folks it's a bit harder because you guys grew up in social media mm. and it's really put, it's so easy to put up to be shamed or canceled. Ah, I know those yeah. terms. <laughs> um, and like your lives are all really online. Um, so I know that it's a bit difficult and scary. But you have to also put yourself out there. Actually, once you put yourself out there or verbal, even just verbalize what you want to do, magic will happen. Like really just saying... I'm going to do this. And talk in present. Ha? Don't say, I want to do this. You say, I'm going to set up Haraya Filipina. Is it Filipina or Pilip- Filipina, right? Filipina. Filipina. So you say, 
I'm gonna set up, hey friends, you know what? I'm gonna set up Haraya Filipina. As in, you say as if it's going to happen. Mm. And then you'll notice that your energy is already moving forward. And then in my experience, like if even if you put it on social media, like you say, Oh, I'm going to I'm going to watch out for my expo, for example, in August. Kahit wala pang plans. <laughs> and then everyone's already thinking you're gonna have an expo. And then those who believe in your idea or want to join in will already message you, hey, what's that expo? Uh, you can also, you know, rather than keeping it all to yourself and then thinking, 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 it's all in your head, just put it out there. Okay. If, you're, if you're scared, just even just put one ano, parinig statement <laughs> and then see how that goes and that how that feels. I think and it's then, it's manifesting that this will happen yeah. to you. And that's amazing. Right? Those are manifesting tools. <laughs> I love that you know that, Cleo. That's super important. <laughs> yes, I love manifestations. Janice, moving forward, you know, we want to know your tips to fellow mompreneurs and teenpreneurs like me, you know, when it comes to growing their businesses because sometimes may mga pagkakataon na madaling magsimula pero mahirap nang i-continue in the long run so uh, yes. what is what is what what are your tips or what is your advice to those who want to grow their businesses long term for me uh, i didn't think it would be full time no When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Did I think it would last this long to be sustained? But what really kept me going is is really my core, the why, the but. Or why? Ever since the beginning, from the very roots of Mommy Mundo, and even before it became Mommy Mundo, I was really bent on serving needs of moms. So it's really service. Um, even when I would already have employees and my team members, I would really tell them we are a service company. Even our e-commerce is service-based. Um, so, for example, with our e-commerce, while other people products, right? Yeah. I'm just selling products, or I want to make money from selling products. Our e-commerce is. I want to distribute or I want to give my mompreneurs another platform to distribute. Mm-hmm. Or I want to give access to for moms to access curated products. So if you notice the shift in communication, right? It's totally different how we see things in Mommy Mundo. Like when we would work with sponsors on events, um, it would always be, again, listening to what um, moms want to hear or want to learn. Mm-hmm. And then we pitch those topics to our sponsors and then we tell them that these are what moms need. And then because our sponsors are our partners already, very collaborative. Of course, we also check against their own brand goals and content and then we find the middle ground. 
So what what happens um, for moms then in the community is they know that whatever we put out there is has been thought of very mm-hmm. well and that that it's based on need. Yeah. So the core that's really the core is really important because when challenges come, mm-hmm. like if for example you're you're not making money or your campaigns are not working mm-hmm. or it's hard to juggle time, you know you're so busy in school but then you have this business to run, like what will push you forward? It's the core. Like you have to just keep going back to why am I doing this anyways, right? So in those times that I felt I wanted to quit during the challenging times, I would always say God would send me messages like through the moms, like out of the blue, an email would pop in. Siguro this happened to me three or four times in my journey. An email would pop in and then a mom would say, Hey, Janice, I just gave birth and I was in the pregnancy class and I just wanted you to know the breathing exercises I learned there helped me through my labor. Mm. So I was like, so imagine the difference you're making in even just one life that you helped that mom. And that would, okay, I'm still going to do this. Okay, this is worth it, right? So so I think that's what you have to keep going back to. Because if you start off without a why, the challenges really will come and then it will make you like, wonder why am I doing this, right? So mm-hmm. it's important to have that core. Mm-hmm. So that will keep you sustained. No? Yeah. Um, another thing is maybe also try to be part of a community, like talk to friends who have businesses. That's also important. Mm-hmm. Like my mompreneur um, community is really important. Like I always check on them. They check on us. And then when you need support, we'll all rally behind each other. So that's also an, an and now it's easy to do that or easier to do that with because you're all online. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you have you find that like-minded like you say the tribe the by your own tribe yes um, that will also keep you going yeah so don't live in isolation <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful I'm so glad to hear from you how important a community is in growing a business because it is not easy to do it yeah. alone of course that is why Yes. Uh, this next question that I, that I want to ask, um, all about the value of community and purpose, which you mentioned. Um, how did Mommy Mundo's community stay tight and relevant throughout the years? I, I, that's a, I love that question because Mommy Mundo's really all about community. Mm. I guess that's what sets us apart from just any regular parenting website or any regular parenting event. Actually, we did a parang strat planning this year and we realized that we actually have like three or four communities in Mommy Mundo. So our mom community and then our momfluencer community. So that's our mom mom influencers, our bloggers. Wow. Our mompreneur community who are are in the expos. It was them who were exhibiting their products. And then right now in e-com, they're the ones who are selling their products in our e-com mm. space. And then we have our resource community, our experts. The coaches, the doctors, the, the teachers who speak in our events. Mm-hmm. So imagine these four communities, we've nurtured relationships with them since the beginning. Yeah. And that's what really makes us, I guess, different. Because when we do an event, we want to make all those communities activated and then all win-win. So how do you do that, right? So we have an event. Mm-hmm. The topic the itself is a win for our mom community. Like they'll say, oh my gosh, I want to learn about breastfeeding. So Mommy Mundo has this event. So you serve the com- that community's needs. And then our, our experts, we help them with their uh, content. Like we help my team even. I found out, I just found out 
my team even helps them make their PowerPoints. <laughs> I was like, why are you doing the speaker's PowerPoints? Because <laughs> Miss Jan, they, they don't have they don't have the skill to make PowerPoints. So, so I was like, I at first I was like, kaya pala wala kang oras because <laughs> my team lage siyang busy yung isang teammate ko. But then I was thinking, wow, for my team member to go out of her way to do the PowerPoint of a speaker, that's how much we imbibe the spirit of support in our organization. I really love that. So, And our speakers would always tell me, your team is like really amazing because I feel so supported. And for me, that's really the key. So helping the experts. Our momfluencers are helped because we, uh, we allow them to, we ask them to promote our events. Mm-hmm. So they promote our events and so it's like an engagement with our momfluencers. And then the fourth is our mompreneurs. So during our event, we do pop sales or we promote their products. So every event, we, we think of our communities. We think of how to serve each one. So maybe to answer your question, that's why we're able to keep it long and also strong relationships because there's a sincere effort to serve needs, to help. To help. So like during the pandemic, we were purposely checking on our mompreneurs because super affected. Like, our brand partners who were selling strollers and baby bags. Like, who would buy a stroller and a baby bag during lockdown, right? So we knew they were having challenges and we would check on them So and see how we could help. So it's always been like that. So I guess sincerity is also important. People know naman if you're like, oh, you're just after like clout or something. So maybe checking your heart for why your motivation, what's your motivation, and then or what will motivate you to do community work or bring people together and whatever the spark is or the inspiration is to to start a community or to grow one then work on that so it has to be sincere authenticity right is key right now and i maybe that's also why we were able to do it this long <laughs> Janice, I am so amazed by that story and how you were able to keep this community intact in all those years. Because honestly, I feel like having a community requires actual effort because you need to go out of your way to connect with people. And you being able (laughs) to keep that intact, Gabby, that is so... Cool to hear, actually. I just want to ask, have you always been this present in the community? Like, kailangan ba nararamdaman ng community <laughs> presence mo as the founder? Okay. Um, Cleo, I'm actually really a shy, reserved person. Okay, so okay. when I set up Mommy Mundo, I'm always a behind-the-scenes person. So remember, my first story was production, right? So mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes, production is like you're, you're fixing the set or yeah. you're doing stage work. Um, that was my real passion when I was younger. I never, like in, I was a se- I was an officer in class, but I was secretary. I was not like president or PRO. So behind the scenes, okay. Mommy Mundo was running already for 12 years before I did my first, before I went on stage and talked. And my team was the one, Miss Jan, you have to be the one. Why would, why would I be there? Like, I have nothing to say. Like, you have something to say. They're like super frustrated with me. <laughs> I was that first seminar I did on mompreneurship mm-hmm. when I shared my story and tips on how to, like this one, like how to set up a community. I was about to faint, like during, about to go on stage. My, 
my manager was like, it's okay, <laughs> giving me water. Like yeah. But I just had to do it because I felt, uh, it, I was pushing myself also. So like you, like, the buyer, of course, you're scared to set up a podcast. And like that, but you just push yourself. So um, I pushed myself. And that first talk, I could see people like looking at me with, wow, I want to learn. And I, and then after, they would come to me and ask me questions. or And I knew the connection was different. Like maybe they realized that I'm just like them. Because mm. before, they would see me like, oh, she's mommy Mundo. And then, I guess there's some intimidation there. They think like I'm this creator like that or entrepreneur, but really I'm just like a mom who wants to have fun with projects. So when I shared my story, then people started connecting me different with me differently. Like like they knew me. Yeah. So I really loved it. So after that, I just kept doing it. And then even, even now, video na diba, online. And then again, my manager. See, I want to call out Reg because Reg Chua, she's been with me for how long? Maybe eight years. No, not one eight years. She's young, Rene. So maybe six years, I think. Mm-hmm. She's the one always pushing me like, Miss Jan, why don't you vlog? I'm like, I don't know how to vlog. <laughs> so the early years, she would take videos of me, like we'd have, be in an expo, take videos of me, and I'm just looking at her. What do you want me to say? <laughs> just talk. So I'm like, I don't know, but now I know how. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. She says, I'm so proud of you. Uh, <laughs> you already know how to talk. So just don't be afraid to try new things and then put yourself out there. I That's how it happened. Imagine with me, it's, it was 12, 15 years before I put, my, put myself in front, like com- really connecting. Mm-hmm. And then in the events before, I would just make, mingles quietly with people like that but now i open the program i welcome everyone i introduce myself to people and then still not easy i'm telling you my introvert self is still there mm-hmm. like i i i get nervous and all that but then i know in the end it will be worth it and then um the connections that i make along the way are priceless so just think of the result when you're scared to reach out or be out there. But Cleo, I don't think you have a problem. You're so extrovert. <laughs> I think so, yes. I'm an extrovert. Feeling ko, for you. <laughs> parang, ito, ito yung, the podcast is a way for me to connect with people. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so great. But hearing your story <laughs> na it took you 12 years before you put yourself out there. But when you did that, the moment you did that, do you think the community became different? Like, did it become stronger? Did, did you have that? It really did. Like, I knew, I knew it was different. Like, mm. even when people come to me in the expo, like, they say, Janice! Like, like there's an instant, instant connection as opposed to before they just know I'm the organizer. Mm. So I, although, you know, until now, I always say Mommy Mundo is not me. It's not a person. Mommy Mundo is an organization. So the, the connection between the brand and myself is, I'm not super comfortable with that because I want moms to know that they're part of a community and not like, it's me. It's not centered on me. But I guess knowing, they know that it's another mom. It's a fellow mom behind the, the brand. Mm. It really helps and like when my team asked them to be part of an event, they also have a personal connection with Mommy Mundo. 
So they also say, I'm, I'm a mommy mundo mom. And that makes me really happy. Because uh, they're sharing in, in that thing that I created, right? Yes. For them, which I also created for them. So. Marhaba, I'm Jeric. And I'm Apple. And we're from the Langa Speaks Podcast. Coming to you all the way from Dubai. Yalla, join us as we talk about family, faith, and, and everything, everything in between. between. We're brought to you by Podcast Network Asia to remind you na palangga ka sa I actually resonate with that a lot. Like, your brand is... It's actually not a reflection of who you are. Like maybe it started that way, but as it grew, it it became less about yourself, but more about the, this whole community. Yeah, that's true. You also, as a community leader, I guess, no, if mm-hmm. you want to put it that way, it's also really important to know your responsibility because your vibe, big people get your vibe. Like so you have to be conscious about the responsibility that you have. Like whatever content we put out there, it affects um, so many people. And even the way, for example, me and my team handle um, situations or plan our campaigns, we know that it's it affects so many people and the trust level as well. So the responsibility becomes greater. But I think if you know your, your why and your core, then that will always be a guide. So again, we go back to that, right? That's why it's so important too. Yes, I agree with that. And energy never lies. <laughs> That's true. So, Janice, right now, we are in an online setup, right? Um, especially now that the pandemic hit. Can you tell us more about the community setup now that everything is online? Like, how how can you keep a community intact without these social events happening because everything yeah. is online how do you how do you keep up with that as a community leader per se yeah i guess for us it's easier than others because our our main product or our main platform is events so mm-hmm. we just shifted um our um live events to digital mm-hmm. so we just purposely make sure that we have a connecting opportunity for our different communities. So most of our events are for our mom community, obviously. We, by the way, we set up our dad, daddy mundo events as well, so that dads can be connected too. Then we said we need to have mom fluencer gatherings online because we really miss the blogger events. Like before, we would have an event almost every week with each other, but then now it's all online, so it's still the same. Like we just purposely have an uh, event per, commun- per community. For the experts, for example, we have some, once in a while, we have meetups also to help them with their modules and things like that. And it's it's nice because you you get to connect, especially in these times where we, you guys have to stay home. And me, I'm far away. So I guess it's easier for us because it's really, uh, it's really what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Events is what we do. Um, we also do a lot of like treats, we send them stuff. Like our oh. moms and our, we give them treats. Um, the the magic word for my team is I always say I want to provide the light. 
Light. So I want to delight our moms. We, I want to delight our community. So we surprise them with like, once in a while, we send them stuff or uh, merch like that. Or we, we do a game with them online. Just fun stuff, you know, because it's really heavy these days. So we just want to provide some delight and uh, fun aspect. Mm-hmm. Or we would have like, before we would do it, oh, when it was getting too serious, our events were like all talks, talks, talks. So it's kind of too serious. Let's do a dance workout or a hip-hop workout with balance moms and kids. Or crafts. Yeah. yeah. Because those things are the bonding activities, right? Because if talk, you can't naman bond. Mm. Or recently, we started doing MM Hangouts, Mommy Mundo Hangouts. Yeah. So it's a private chat where we talk about intimate topics or hard topics. So we felt that moms needed a safe space because you can't do that on FB Live. Right? They won't ask questions. Yeah. So we did. We have this monthly mo- mo- mommy window hangouts where we it's a safe space for moms. So that's how we do it. <laughs> Actually, while I am listening, I am amazed because you guys make an extra effort to connect because I think people still crave for connection, especially now that we're just in our homes and you guys doing the work, doing the extra effort to reach out to them, to connect with them. That is a beautiful community. That is such a beautiful community. Thank you. I say thank you because we really like, really like we really put effort, even my whole team. Mm. That's why I'm so proud of also of my team because they know they they imbibe that sense of service. Yeah. Now, Janice, you know, having met moms from different walks of life, what have you realized about women? And I myself am an advocate of women empowerment. So what have you realized about women that you wish more people could appreciate? Oh, um, we have the talent of multitasking, um, of doing a lot of things at one time and having uh, they sing a multi-hyphenates, diba? Like, Cleo is a student, hyphen, blogger, hyphen, podcaster, and ev- entrepreneur and everything. But now, after maybe during the pandemic and after that, what I would say is to know that women, while we can do everything and we look like it's easy, sometimes we need help, mm. right? Because right now, what I see in homes and in marriages and maybe in relationships um, is that the mom would do everything. And mm-hmm. it's, she's doing it happily, okay? Mm-hmm. She's, doing, she's doing the chores, taking care of her home, taking care of the kids, and working. And now she's also a teacher mom because the kids are all in school, at home, and she's doing everything happily. But then if the dad asks, honey, is there anything I can do to help? Then the mom will say, oh, then she'll start thinking, oh, what can I ask my husband to do? Oh, honey, can you be the one to give the kids a bath? Mm. Okay. And then you give the mom an hour of self-time, me time, which is super precious, that she can refill her cup. Okay. So I think that's something that we've been communicating that also on Mommy Mundo because, oh, I have to tell you this. So this year we had a survey. It's called Into the Mom Mind Survey. Mm-hmm. We wanted to get a peek into the mom minds to the minds of mothers and how they feel, what they're thinking right now during this sudden shift in life. And when we asked her, all these things that you do for your kids, bringing to the doctor, feeding, school, like everything, what, what aspects of it do you do yourself and which are shared by 
your co-parent or someone at home or co-family member. And then I think 91% said all of them. All of them. So so then we delved deeper and then we checked. Baka naman, she's just saying that, but she just feels like it's all her. Mm. And then so we started doing like one-on-one questioning with some of our moms. And then she felt, and those, those moms felt that it was really all her because, and then we talked to the dads and then the dad said, because I don't know how to help because she can really handle it all. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The mom looks like she's really doing everything and it's so natural for mm. women to do what we do. True. And then for, some dads are the helper types. Mm. Um, so they'll ask, honey, what can I do? But some dads are also really busy with the work. They don't know what's going on or they really don't, they just don't know how to enter your ecosystem of motherhood, na achiever mom, diba? Mm-hmm. But if you give them the opportunity to, to ask or you give them opportunity to help, mm-hmm. then it lessens your load and you'll feel the difference too. And then you can have some me time or time to do whatever you want. So me, I think right now, if you are with a woman, if you have a wife or a, if you have a, even um, a friend, you know, who's a woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even if you think that she's handling everything perfectly, that she's okay, check on her and find out lang. Just check on her or ask anything I can do. Mm-hmm. Because, um, and then for us women, have that awareness that, yeah, you can do everything, you're doing everything, and you're doing it happily because you know that we're really built for that, eh, to do everything. But, Asking for help is really fine too. Mm. And you're giving the dad an opportunity to be part of it. You know, if you say, honey, can you be the one to give the kids a bath? And then the dad will have a time to bond with the kids, right? Mm. It's not all you as well. So I think that's a new thing we're trying to like, when that 91% we're like, whoa, that's a lot, right? Mm. So, and then the dads pala didn't know, she's breastfeeding, how am I going to help her? Mm. And then if the mom says, can you give me a back massage or, can you give me water while I'm breastfeeding? Oh, that's nice, right? So, yes. so that's my messaging right now. We're strong women. We can do everything, no doubt. But it's okay to ask for help and involve people for your own benefit and for others' benefit too. That is such a beautiful advice. And I am so glad that growing up, I I saw my parents as a team who helped each other and they have become great role models for me to appreciate that even even if my mom is this strong and brave woman she is also not afraid to ask for help because asking for help doesn't make a woman less worthy that's right Janice we've been having this conversation for an hour already and I am super enjoying you know like I don't want our conversation to end. I'm learning a lot. I'm just so happy to listen. But we're now down to our last question. So I want to ask out of all possible niches out there, you know, why motherhood? What is the why that you have been pertaining to even earlier? What is the why behind Mommy Mundo that kept it going for decades? I'm just really blessed to have been in, put in this position. I'm really thankful for, to God for giving me this position because, uh, I didn't, um, I don't know. I just really just followed what I wanted to do for my friends and for myself at the beginning. And then 
the way it got sustained was moms kasi are really very emotional and expressive. So I'm lucky. I, I, I'd always say this. I'm lucky to be in a niche where my market is so generous in giving back. Mm. So they'll even write us, right? Oh, I gave birth. Or, hey, this helped me. Or, I love this. Like, they really make time, take time to give feedback or express how they appreciate what we do. So it's nice because moms are emotional and I guess sensitive to what other people want to feel also, right? So so it, it, was, it wasn't difficult to keep serving my market or my community because it's a very generous space, collaborative and supportive space. Um, even the moms help each other. Like I'm sure even in, not, in communities that are not mine, but in breastfeeding support groups, you'll see moms sharing breast milk, for example, like helping. It's really that culture of, it's not just my mom community, but I guess moms in general. So I'm blessed to be in this space where the community I serve is a giving one. Wow. That is such a meaningful and heartwarming way to end this episode, Janice. And just to conclude this meaningful conversation with you, I want to share what stayed with me from our Quintuan. And that is... and I. There are three things that uh, most especially stayed with me. Number one is that passion is infectious. I love that. I love that you said that those three words are short but impactful. Number three is to keep your ear on the ground. And as I mentioned, I'm also an empath. I think it is much easier for us to feel what the market needs or what the community needs. But I guess it's also a great business advice for everyone out there to always keep your ear on the ground. And number three, as a woman, please do not be afraid to ask for help because it will not only benefit you but also the people around you. So, para sa ating mga listeners, kayo ba? What stayed with you? Please do not forget to share the podcast to your Instagram stories and tag us at Quintuang Pilipina at Mommy Mundo and also tag Janice at Janice Villanueva and yours truly at your Sunshine Cleo of What Stayed With You. Anong nanatili sa inyo from our Quintuan? Please join us in our Facebook group, Quintuan Pilipina Community, at doon natin ituloy itong Quintuan. Once again, it is Quintuan Pilipina Community on Facebook. Special thanks to our managing editor, Aliana Patrimonio, and this podcast is brought to you by Hiraya Pilipina and Podcast Network Asia. This has been your Sunshine Cleo, and I will be back for more Quintuan every Monday on major podcast platforms. So please do not forget to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, Quintuang Pilipina. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.